Hello everyone and welcome back to the Good Screen Podcast, episode 44. I'm Russell. You sound like the food reviews guy. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Running on Empty Food Review. Yeah. Like that guy? Yeah, you sound just like him. Um, episode 44 of the Good Screen Podcast. So was I right? Yes. Yeah. I'm Russell. I'm Lauren. We already said that. No, we didn't. I did. I said I I'm Russell. I didn't. I'm Lauren. And we are excited to be back um, on a new schedule, sort of, kind of, maybe. The schedule is whenever we can. Yeah, I'm saying that's that the schedule now. I'm saying we're switching to Friday uploads. We're switching to whenever we can. Okay, YouTube will love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. We haven't been able to sit down and record for a while. We have like five thousand things to talk about. Oh my gosh! Yeah, can I can I start this time because it kind of leads into your thing, your sure. your good screen. Can you say it to me? Can you say the words to me? Oh, what have you been watching? On the good screen, Russell. I have still been playing Zelda. Okay. I've been making my part-time job getting all the shrines. Yeah, you've been clocking in. I have been clocking in. I'm eagerly awaiting for you to finish the game. Yeah. Yeah, just so I know what happens. Me too. And I tried the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Yeah. And I thought it was okay. Yeah, you were telling me about that yesterday on the way home from Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Yeah. This everyone is hooting and hollering, like hooting and hollering about this game. Hooting, hollering, hooting. That's gonna that's <laughs> gonna be awful. <laughs> You're going crazy. Anyway, everybody, everybody is making such a big fuss about it, and I was like, okay, I'll try out the game. Um, full disclosure: I don't like Game of Thrones that much. Yeah, I liked the first five seasons. And I was getting some vibes from from this game. Yeah. It felt like everything Final Fantasy-like felt super out of place. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of, like, it was really brutal. And it's definitely like an M-rated game. Is it? Yeah. It, Are the like, other Final Fantasies? No, no. Like, it just feels, it just feels like, like, in my whatever my gamer rage or whatever i think they went a little bit too far into the, like the i i was talking to john about it. i'm like it feels like they just used game of thrones as market research to make the like a medieval final fantasy again mm. and he goes oh yeah that's exactly what they did so i was like oh great so i'm not i'm not gonna like this game I, so it really is he really is john snow yeah he pretty much is Aww. um so let me just spoil the whole demo i mean the demo's free on playstation who cares five yeah, so I don't think anyone that listens to this is going to play it. Probably not. No, so like for a Final Fantasy game, it starts with I think three. There are three big character deaths in the first like in two the seconds? first two hours of this game. Oh, that's too there's, many. There's that's um, discouraging. A chocobo gets like slaughtered. <gasps> no. Yeah, it just felt really, and, and another one got like a rock hit off its head a chocobo yeah what and the then fuck? and then right after the chocobo got like stabbed a du- uh the dad gets beheaded you can't play this game yeah so no, it just this is chocobo this is 
where's Peta? It just felt it just felt a Peta. little a little too much, and they're like, oh, and everyone's saying like, oh, you know, this is like where they wanted the series to go, and I'm like, I don't really think so. I mean, no, it just the, like the Final part of Fantasy the fun was like a family name. Not really. Game. No, it was it was like. It's like one of those comfort food things where, like, oh, okay, this is gonna be like a weird, quirky story with it's a maybe game that, like, like your your dad would have played. Yeah, the older ones. Yeah, but like, it just it just feels like it's a little too much. Like, Final Fantasy does have moments that are like, whoa, like somebody died, but like not like right away. Like, it, like there was no build not up. Not a fucking choke about. No, yeah. No, and the dad, the dad gets beheaded. Uh, the the little boy, just like Ned Stark. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. The little boy gets like pummeled and like killed by the duty play as because he turns into his big monster and they have like a battle, and like okay. he like rips them apart like he's a Ugh. phoenix and he like rips the phoenix apart. It's really weird. It's well, it, it just felt like though, right? too. I don't. I guess it's a phoenix, but he was reborn in the battle, so I don't know. Oh. Um, it just felt like it was a little too too much and over. It, like I don't want to say like pornographic, but like it felt like this is like a big like yeah this is what you guys want right it feels like this game could have came out in like the gears of war times and people would have been like is this the future for final fantasy they, like they would have mm-hmm. completely had a different opinion about it but mm-hmm. like um I, I didn't really like it that much uh the combat was fun but again like it felt like i was playing devil may cry or even ease it felt like i was playing ease combat i think that's who i thought he looked like Devil May Cry, but with black hair. Right. Yeah, because like I Shadow the I still can't guy. quite put my my finger on what yeah the fucker looks like. I was talking to Lauren about it when we were driving home yesterday, mm-hmm. and she asked me if Sephiroth was in the game, <laughs> and I said no. And I was deeply upset. And I said, and she asked if like Cloud and Tifa were in the game, and I said no, they they're only in they're not in any of the they're games but seven. seven. So she was like. I'm going to go ahead and just play Final Fantasy VII. Why would I yeah. want to play any of these other games? For real. So you started playing Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII. VII. So you the go original ahead. one. Okay, yeah, the, so... uh, the original one on PlayStation. Well, you're playing the PS4 version. But... Yeah, so that all happened exactly as he said it. And so we got home, and I was only kind of half-joking in the car, but then like I got home and I actually started doing it. And I like it so far. I've gotten farther than Russell's ever gotten, which is like I've hardly ever played an the game. hour and a half in. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those like I got to do it eventually sort of things. Yeah, yeah. and uh, apparent this game is like how every it's either this or Ocarina of Time. Russell said, "Yeah, like people lose <laughs> their gaming virginity." My, people my age. People yeah, my age. people who were like six years older than me, how they lost their gaming virginity. Yeah, either you had Ocarina of Time or you had Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Or you were weird and you had a game with an anthropomorphic animal character. Like Jax? Like Crash or Spyro or Sonic. I mean, I played Spyro as a kid, but I never had any like game or awakening. Even yeah. now, Atelier is probably the closest thing that I've gotten. It's just because I really like the mechanics and the stupid little stories. Yeah, so this is my first like actual gamer game I'll be playing. Assuming I continue to play it, which I'd like to. It would be an easy way to kill like Steam after I get home from work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's when I plan on playing it the most. So that during the daytime I can do sewing or whatever. And in the evening... Or it's not even evening. It's like midnight when Nighttime, I get home from work. The, the dead of night. Yeah, the late night. Then nothing's better than uh, nothing is better than playing like a turn-based role-playing game at night. At midnight, yeah. It feels weird playing them in the morning, like when I wake up early and just play games for like a few hours before you get up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but at night, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And I am playing the original, quote-unquote, version. The slightly... Quote-unquote on the original part. Yeah, it's the original. It's not the remake. Yeah, it's not the remake that I guess is being split into three different parts. Although I do want to play that one. Um, you got to earn that one. I have to earn the right to play it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know anything about the story. I only know what the characters are. So Russell was really surprised. That I was I didn't like, wow, you don't know the big thing. What the big thing is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I'm guessing is like, I don't know. I asked him if Cloud is Sephiroth's son and he said no. <laughs> and I said, like, does Sephiroth, Sephiroth kiss Tifa? And he said no. So I can't think of anything else that would happen. I don't know either. Nobody, please, nobody ruin this in the comments section. Well, I don't read the comments, so even if they did... Yeah, if, I'll delete the comments. Just don't read me that comment. <laughs> um, I'll fight for you. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything about it in our Discord channel either, or you will be permabanned. It is so impressive that, like... I don't in, know in my eyes, I only know who the that characters you, you, are. That you don't know, like, the big <laughs> thing. I had the big thing ruined for me on TV. On TV? On TV, on G4. They were having a Final Fantasy, like... Episode Episode for, like, a retrospective. And they just and they totally were, spoiled it? Yeah, they were doing, like, well, top fun. fives. And they were, like, top five plot twists in Final oh. Fantasy... Or big plot moments in Final Fantasy. You're games. sure Cloud isn't Sephiroth's son? No, it wasn't. <laughs> he's not Sephiroth's son. And I had to watch this, like... CG early CG rendered cutscene of like <laughs> something horrifying, honestly horrifying happening out of nowhere in this game, and um, yeah, okay, yeah, I I can probably find the video of like a replay of it on YouTube, but like, don't show me. I'm not gonna show you it, obviously, but yeah, that, that was like the first spoiler that was ever ruined for me, and it was a big one, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. I don't. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me, please. I can, I can. I've had everything I've ever tried to get into spoiled for me, like, as soon as I got into it. When I was in fucking, like, early high school and started watching Grey's Anatomy just because everyone was watching Grey's Anatomy. They spoiled it for you? I was, like, not even through the end of the first season and someone was like, oh, did you get to the part where this big important character dies? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to murder you in the bathroom between third and fourth period. Oh like, God. shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um... Like, yeah. everything I've ever tried to get into has always been spoiled for me, or I just happened to come across spoilers before I got into it, so I didn't find it worth getting into. You know what I mean? I feel like this is something, like, you might have, like, incidentally seen online, but maybe not. I don't follow any major gaming things online. Yeah. I just look at memes Man, it and must be, that must be great. funny things online. <laughs> that must be amazing. <laughs> uh, people have not been shutting the fuck up about the, the Xbox forms- thing this week. Oh, I mean, it was really good, though. It, it was good. Should we get into that now? Yeah, we can. I guess we can talk about okay, that for a so little bit. Okay, so this, is, I guess, is another combined good screen. We yeah. had the opportunity to go see it in a theater. We got we reservations like, for tickets, but the day before we did what we're going to talk about in our screenless shout-out portion, so we were yeah, really exhausted. It was super exhausted. We didn't want to drive all the way to Philly. Yeah, and we almost film, filmed a podcast that night, but I think I was just tired. We were so tired. And we didn't see the movie that we, we saw last night, and we were like, well, let's just like combine it. Yeah. Um, so we watched the Xbox showcase at home with my friend John, our friend John, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. It was, it was really good. Like, it was like, like nonstop trailers. There was no like little intervals to talk right. about bullshit. Or- yeah, it, you fell asleep, but you were just tired. I fell asleep during the, the Starfield thing. The Starfield thing. Yeah. 
because I was so exhausted from the day before still. And um, I was like, I, I definitely fell asleep. I don't know if John noticed if I fell asleep or not. Yeah. But John, if you're listening. I don't think John listens to it. Oh, well, then never mind. I don't care. Um, I totally passed out on her couch for like 20 minutes. And then I was like, I'm going to go sleep in my actual bed now. Goodbye. (laughs) So, um, yeah, the the Xbox uh, Direct was really good. The showcase Mm -hmm. was was good. They showed the best one I've seen in a while. Yeah, they showed they didn't show Halo and they didn't show Gears of War, which. But they showed something Halo related. There was an extended version of it. They showed the the season of the next season of Halo. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, like there were a lot of new things to look forward to. I was kind of like at first, I was like, so now I have to wait until twenty twenty four. Like it's just that that seems to be like the thing with Xbox. Like they always like keep you like waiting for something. And I think this year there's going to be a lot of stuff that actually comes out. Like last year, nothing came out for Xbox. Yeah, I remember like, you telling me nothing. about that. The only thing that came out was Pentiment, which was good. Yeah. But, like, nothing else came out that whole year because it was, like, Starfield was supposed to come out in the fall. Mm-hmm. And it was delayed. I'm kind of glad it got delayed, though. It looks very in-depth. It looks really good. It they, was probably they needed worth more the time. And it was a good presentation. There's new stuff coming out, like, new um, series and stuff like that. Yeah. From, uh, Should I pull de- up, like, a lineup or something no, so we you can don't reference? Have to. Everyone knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> um will will wasn't super convinced and he actually stopped by today to give me or i paid for it but like his um ssd and his headset for the xbox yeah i feel like there's a second wind for me coming as the xbox guy i think you need no 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 what if i play final fantasy 7 on it modernity embrace tradition we're a playstation household no yes but it's right also, there. Also, we haven't touched the Xbox in like six months since we got the PlayStation. I know, because you unplugged it. Because... <laughs> All right, we're getting divorced. <laughs> Not even married. We're already getting divorced. We're getting divorced. I'm taking the PlayStation with me. The God Xbox is mine. Okay, that's fine. You can have the Xbox and the divorce. I'll have the PlayStation. That'll be at the top of our list for our okay. lawyers. So we already have a prenup set up <laughs> for a marriage that doesn't exist yet. Yet. Yeah. Um. You were just talking about how the direct was really good. How the showcase was really good, and you're like, you know, we do, we aren't. We that doesn't aren't mean that I like the console. I was impressed by the presentation, but oh. that didn't that didn't impress me enough to sway me to going back to being on the Xbox all the time. The only thing I miss about the Xbox, which we talked about the other day, one, the fact that it, it has Discovery Plus, and then two, the fact that you can cast to it. And you and it's a lot easier to get to stuff. <laughs> what? It's easier to get to like the menu oh, is like no bullshit. Stuff. It's get to stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't a, think the PlayStation One is that weird. It's it's too much. I don't really use it that much except it's to too go flashy. to YouTube and whatever game I'm playing. All right, whatever. I I'm feeling my second wind of Xbox we have coming. More we have more PlayStation consoles than we do Xbox consoles, don't we? Yeah. We have yeah. two Xboxes technically right now. I guess. Because you have the, the one X. But all right, Lauren, I'll come back next week with an Xbox game to talk about. Okay. Good luck. For sure. I don't know what HDMI port you're going to put it into because it's not the PlayStation one. I'm going to put it at my desk or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. On my 1080p monitor. Where are you going to put it on your desk? Somewhere. Put it on top of the fridge. It's not flat. It'll be like a hat. 
Oh, I closed scared the event. I don't. I don't think it's gonna pick up. So I, I thought. I thought the developer direct for Xbox was good, and I agree. Apparently, a lot of other people did too, because console sales like went way up after it. Probably because people were just waiting for. Because they want to. They want to play Starfield, and, and then, also the consoles are more readily available now too. Yeah, but like they like, if you don't have a PC, the only place you can play Starfield is the Xbox. I feel like it'd be easier or better to play it on PC. Yeah, you can probably put it at like a higher frame rate because they're linking, yeah. they're making the Xbox versions only run at 30, which I do not give a shit about. I've been playing Zelda. I'm not playing a game if it doesn't have more than 60 yeah. frames per second. I don't care about I that. I say as I play the like 1990 whatever version. Of I think Final that Fantasy version VII. has, I think that version is like upscaled to 60, but the it original feel like it. the original the battles were like 12 fps and the oh. menu the menu on the bottom was 60 and the battle thing was like 12 fps or something that's i might weird. be wrong on that i know it was a weird resolution thing but like that's the only way they can make that work i think i just really am charmed by old graphics i really liked ravona's graphics yeah and i really like these funky polygonal graphics i really like the pre-rendered cutscenes. <laughs> i really hope they make me giggle I hope that the Trails in the Sky games come out on a console in the future, because you would love pixel? those. They're pixel, but like they kind of Trails in the Sky. When I first played it, I was like, "This is the best PlayStation One game I've ever played." That came PlayStation out. PlayStation One. It came out in two thousand four for PC though. Oh shit! So I was like, "This well, is what like the fuck kind of PC this, would it would have fit right into the PlayStation One." Okay. Like era, but it was much later. It came out two thousand four in um, Japan, and then in two thousand. 11 on the psp in america like oh, that's how shit. long because like they didn't bring everything over then uh, they're all still the time. struggling to bring stuff over yeah i mean they're just now almost ca- caught up do you want to know my falcom can i change the subject yeah go ahead please event? okay what was your favorite game announced my favorite game announced announced or like shown i guess both um my favorite game announced was the sea of thieves event monkey island. with the monkey island yeah we should sit down and play that game, like at least the first two, and and you will love it. It's so funny. I just don't think I can play the Sea of Thieves part. Oh, because of the... the it I makes think, me motion sick. I think they have like accessibility options to turn stuff off. Like, you would think they would, right? I mean, I never, I never found it. I'll look it up. I'll okay. look it up and we'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. Um, what was your favorite thing? Uh like a dragon oh yeah you know what yeah. that might have been my favorite thing too the like a dragon infinite wealth did you see the thread that i sent you they zeroed it down to the exact he, yeah he was he's on in, in hawaii. hawaii yeah i said california so i was really close sure i was close yeah you were close i yeah. mean yeah, I, I was thinking it was somewhere on the west coast too yeah yeah all right well <laughs> yeah that was really good that's yeah. gonna come out next year i guess i think so well, there was a lot of next year stuff i guess i'll watch you play that one because i watched you play like a dragon i actually recorded something um like kind of as a joke about like what i'm excited for that was announced at the summer games thing yeah but i don't know if i'm gonna put it anywhere because i didn't here. think you wanted to talk about this so i was like oh, i'll record something solo Oh, I mean, there's not really anything else I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Fable looked cool. Yeah, it did. That's the only game I can remember off the top of my head that was even yeah. a presentation. Fable, I'm so tired. Yeah, Fable's good. Starfield was really good, too. Um, it was just a shame that there was nothing, like, 
even remotely close to Halo or Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And they said there was like a collection of games coming, but like that didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty soon, I think the merger is going to go through for Xbox, for what Microsoft, they? and oh. but they're buying Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Well, then they I can are. then I can buy Diablo Four and not feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, that's like saying you can buy Mein Kampf because you don't feel bad because now Adolf Hitler's now Hitler's dead. dead. Well, yeah, I mean, you just read it. A lot of people have that book. I guess. I think you put it weird. right next to the, the Diary of Anne Frank on the bookshelf. No! That's called history, Lauren. Oh, my God. We live in a... No, we don't live in a society. We live in a multicultural world. Like, you got to read up on the greats. Did you know that Anne Frank... And- I'm not saying Hitler was a good person. <laughs> Did you know Anne Frank and Martin Luther King were born in the same year? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And they both died. It happens to us all. Yep. All right. So I think we talked about the Xbox stuff and what we've been doing on the good screen long enough. Yeah. Uh, do we have any anything else to mention? Not that I can think of. Uh, we don't have any comments. We've had like one oh, really? comment on The Little Mermaid, but like I can't see it. So it's you like a ghost comment. It. Yeah. Aww. Uh, that happened before too so um yeah if you're enjoying the podcast or anything just comment on our youtube videos or or tweet at us or whatever um i still haven't really made the discord public public yet but um one day one day i'll do that i haven't like put it on the link tree yet i thought you did no i didn't well, didn't do that. It is set as a community server, but I, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm not... see why you're not. There's nothing to polish. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll do that soon. So let's go ahead and what what time are we at? We're at, we're probably been talking for a while. Twenty three minutes. Twenty three minutes. Okay, not so bad then. I thought it'd be longer. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So I'll go ahead and start talking about the first movie that we watched. Yeah, we have a really interesting combo this week. We have a really bizarre, yeah. (laughs) The first one we watched for Pride. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. I guess the second one is also kind of about Pride. In a way. In a way. This one more so. In a way, but maybe not really. But also maybe in a way. This first no, this one no, it's definitely in a way. I'll get into it. Uh, This first one is maybe the first, the saddest movie I've ever seen. Really? One of. I thought you saw the boy, boy in the striped pajamas, pajamas, jammies. I thought you saw that movie. Yeah, I mean that's like you top think tier. That was sad? Yeah, if we're All like right. on a tier list of sad movies, tier like tears falling down your face. Yeah, yeah. If we're on a tier <laughs> list, <laughs> tier list <laughs> of sad movies, this one is like definitely a tier. A tier. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. I don't even think I'm gonna put this in the in the thumbnail. I'm just gonna put Spider Verse and then like, <laughs> sorry guys, you had to talk, listen to Gay Cowboys for a little bit. It's so good though. <laughs> All right, so I did the research on Brokeback Mountain. You did. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say, given what I heard about your 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 deep dive you decided to go into. Oh yeah, with the Chinese word. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, foreshadowing, I guess. All right, Brokeback Mountain is a 2005 this is from like directly from wikipedia the first part released uh-huh. it is a 2005 american neo-western romantic drama film directed by ang lee and produced by diana osana and james schmaus schmaus <laughs> it was adapted from the 1997 short story of the same name by 
and Prolux. Are you going to read us a story? Prolu. No. Oh. Um, the screenplay was written by Osana and Larry McMurray. The film stars Heath Ledger, Jake Gyllenhaal, Anne Hathaway, and Michelle Williams. I didn't and, know it was Heath Ledger. And depicts the complex romantic relationship uh, between two American cowboys, Ennis, Ennis, Delmar, and Jack Twist, in the American West from 1963 to 1983. Mm. It was directed by Ang Lee. You said that. Okay. Do you know what else he directed, Lauren? There's a Marvel movie. Oh, no. He directed Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Don't know what that is. Hulk. Okay. 2003 Hulk. The one with uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, not Edward Norton. Mark Ruffalo? No, not the one before both of them. Oh, Slumber. And Life of Pi. Oh, okay. Or Life of P. Okay. P. P. <laughs> it is starring Heath Ledger. Yeah, I didn't know it was Heath Ledger until like halfway through the movie when he pointed it out to me. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, I love him. Anne Hathaway. She do Hathaway. You see your boobies in this movie. You do. Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. And, fun fact, all four of them have been in superhero movies of some sort. Uh, Heath Ledger was Joker. He was the Joker, yep. Who was Jake Gyllenhaal? He was Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home. He was. Who was Anne Hathaway? Uh, Pussycat from Batman. Doesn't count, but okay. <laughs> no, but not Pussycat. Black, wo- uh, black cat? No, Catwoman? Catwoman, yeah. Pussy, <laughs> she's Pussycat. Uh, Michelle? Who's the last one? Michelle Williams. Oh, shit. I, I forgot. She's in... Oh, fuck. I'll Google it. Um... Um, I'm so close um, to remembering this. Uh, I I know it was a D- DC movie. I think it might have been. She was in. <laughs> Venom. 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 Yeah. Okay. God, why didn't I remember that? She was the love interest, I think. Yeah. All right. So they were all in. We got two DCs and two Marvelies. All right, Marvelies like a it's a language. Good, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good split. Um, yeah, is based on the short story by Annie Prolux. Prolo. Prolo. Uh, originally, Gus von I'm assuming it's Gus von Sant was set to direct the movie. Don't know who that is. He wanted to cast Matt Damon as <gasps> Ennis. And Joaquin Phoenix as Jack. I can see I can see Matt Damon for sure. But Jake Gyllenhaal, he's irreplaceable. Weird thing. Uh, I I had to double check because Jack, I was like, which one was it was Ennis? And that was, Ennis was Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Was like, can you imagine if Ennis was Heath Ledger and Jack was Joaquin Phoenix? <gasps> they were both the Joker. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Been so cute. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Like, like, how did they both stumble across like the, the same role? Like, what kind of type a decade between is each this? other? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> a prerequisite to playing Joker is you had to have been in a K Cowboy movie. Yeah, but he wasn't. 
and he was considered. He was considered for it. I'll get I'll get a little more info on the considerations later. Um, Matt Damon went on to tell Gus, the original director, that um, he already did a gay movie, and right after that what he did movie? I don't remember. And right after that, he did a cowboy movie. And I don't remember so that So he didn't either. want to be in a gay cowboy movie? So he didn't movie. want to be in a gay cowboy movie. You know what? That's kind of valid. Yeah, I was like, okay, he, he, he's all right. Like, um, he had a good excuse, whatever. <laughs> Heath Ledger was almost not cast in the movie because they thought he wasn't masculine enough. What? Right? They called him a pussy? Yeah, but they, they, they asked a lot of guys to be in this movie. Yeah, um, I'm sure they had a very long consideration list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Ryan Felipe were also considered, but they didn't say for which one. I could see Leonardo as Ennis. I could see him as Jack. No. He's more he of already a, played a Jack. He did play a Jack. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get more into the other castings later. Um, yeah, Heath Ledger, he almost wasn't considered because he was not masculine enough. The, and then Heath the read the script. Okay. He read the script and he was like moved and he was like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to be in it." I want to be a and cow. um and similarly, Jake Gyllenhaal was also um, moved as well. Sure. And they were friends. That's great. And then they fuck each other in the ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were I wrote they were bros in real life, but not lovers. <laughs> Ang Lee said that uh, this is where I was kind of alluding to. He said that other actors were um, considered at first, but they were too afraid to take the roles. They were pussies. Well, it was still a dangerous time to be gay. Yeah, it was. Still, it was like 2004 when they started. It's only production within the last this. like not even eight years. It's yeah. been socially acceptable to be out as gay. Yeah. We'll Which talk is about insane. that later. Wait, what? <laughs> it sounded like I was coming I out. I was going to say, Russell, do you have something to no, say? No, no. The big reveal. <laughs> is this kidding. why you said earlier we're not married yet? And we're yeah, getting we're, our annulments? We're not, we're not married and I'm taking the Xbox because I'm actually gay. <laughs> Happy Pride. Um, okay. Um, Did you take my pen off my journal? I'm No, I didn't. I don't know where that pen came take from. Back. Okay. Hold on, I lost my I lost my spot. Sorry. Oops. You were talking about how men were scared. Yeah, they were scared. Heath and Jake did their research by by reading other books about gay cowboys. So apparently that's a genre. It is. Uh, the movie was. Well, fi- it's also just a fact. A lot of cowboys were gay. Yeah, the movie was actually filmed in the Canadian Rockies in Alberta, Canada. It wasn't filmed on. That wasn't Brokeback Mountain either. That wasn't Brokeback Mountain either. That wasn't Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> We were debating doing this doing whole part I, yeah. in cowboy since, accents. Since we like doubled up, I think we're not going to do it. But like, yeah. um, if we would have just did Brokeback Mountain like a week ago, two weeks ago, almost, we would have done the whole thing. We would have done the whole. We would have done the whole thing talking like this. We've been talking like this the whole time, chopping it up, chopping it up, <laughs> sitting on this uncomfortable chair. Yup. Yup. Yep. Yeah, this is the life. Yeehaw. Sweet potato pie and shut my mouth. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> can i get an amen brother amen brother <laughs> okay that was that was that was not cowboy i'm sorry <laughs> yeah amen brother <laughs> amen brother okay oh, oh man all right <laughs> um all right so yeah that was not brokeback mountain even in the background that was mount Lowheed in Elbow Falls. Okay. I don't know where that is. 
Okay. The production budget was $14 million. Okay. And the sheep that they had on the mountain were actually almost a big problem. Did they get loose? No. Did they fuck up the The environmental department in Alberta, Canada, thought that they would disrupt the natural wildlife. I mean, were they there for long? Yeah, they were. They were there all day. Well, all so day. the compromise was that they had to take them home every day. And a biologist had to watch mm. and make sure everything was good. So, okay. like, of, like uh, so many, like, sheep. days and nights that they had to film. I'm, I'm sure that they were out there for weeks doing that. And they had to pay the guy, probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd um, hope so. Ledger, Ledger and Joan Hall weren't concerned with the intimate scenes because they were friends already. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> the first sex scene took 13 tries. Takes. I'm sorry, takes. <laughs> I was going to say tries is a very interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. term to <laughs> use. Um, the movie's score was arranged by Gustavo Santalala. And the music was actually created before the filming even began. Hmm. And it won like an award, I think. Two awards for music. But I'll get to that later. Okay. Box office stuff. It had a limited release in 2006. And it grossed $547,425. Oh, it flopped? No. That was a limited release. Overall, it grossed eighty-three million in North America. Wait, so like, when did it come out? After that, I didn't write it down. You, yeah, you didn't say that. All right, initially, yeah, I, I didn't write down the the date. Uh, assume it was some point in two thousand six, maybe early two thousand seven. Okay. All right. Uh, overall, it grossed eighty-three million in North America and ninety-five million internationally. So one hundred seventy-eight million dollars worldwide, and it was the highest-grossing release ever for Focus Features. Hmm. Even to this day? Maybe. Wow. This is Wikipedia we're talking about. Okay. International. <gasps> I don't want to know. China didn't distribute the movie, but it was a popular bootleg release. Oh. Brokeback also became slang for gay in Chinese. That's what Dunbei means, I think. Okay. It means you broke her back. I also know, uh, at least when I was growing up, because I never knew, because... So it came out when I was seven years old, right? If it came out in 2006. Yeah, it came I out all right. Shut up. Um, so like growing up, I heard whispers about it from my family, just that it was about like gay people. I didn't know it was about cowboys. And I, they also always told me that that's where, um, like, I don't know if they were confused or if I confused it in my own child mind about the thing where it's like the banjo playing what on the river and they're canoeing and they're like row faster and it's like the banjo's like <laughs> and it's like mountain men that like rape or something what i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> are you thinking of oh brother where art thou maybe the musical i don't know i don't think that's no no, I don't you know. You know how there's like of. the shirts where it's like the guy with the canoe and it says like Don't rape me. Look out for the banjo or something. What? I, I, don't know what I'm n- about. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Was I living a fever dream? <laughs> I Wait, I have to look this up. Look out for the banjo, he's gonna rape you. <laughs> banjo uh canoe movie. 
By the way, deliverance. Yes. <laughs> when the men arrive, they are not welcomed by the backwoods locals who stalk the vacationers and savagely attack them in the woods. So Soon, just... their canoe trip turns into a fight for survival. What the fuck? Oh, Burt Reynolds was in it. Wow. And John Voight. And Ned Beatty. He was in Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. I just recognized his face. All right. Wow. Anyways, so um, my family got those confused for me. Yeah. Yeah. When you started saying banjo on the river, I thought you were talking about Kermit the Frog. No. And I got excited. I thought you were going to say, what was uh, what was the one Muppet movie that we watched? Emmett Otter? Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, okay. the Middle East didn't distribute it. Most of the Middle East didn't distribute it because it is a crime slash very taboo to be gay um, in most regions in the Middle East. Lebanon was the only Arab country to screen it. Hmm. But they censored it. So they didn't... They they took out the gay parts. So nothing happened. Most of the gay... Like, the probably the sex scene. I was going to say, so... It... It was banned in the United <clears throat> Arab Emirates. It was banned in the United Arab Emirates. But apparently Blockbuster was in the UAE. <laughs> and it, there? they sold it there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Hell yeah. So that was interesting. Uh, it was also one of the first movies to be released on DVD and digital download at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. History. History, it had a great critical response of an average of 8.2 out of 10. Okay. It won Academy Awards for Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, mm-hmm. and Best Original Score. Mm. It won four Golden Globes for Best Motion Best Motion Picture, Drama, Best Director, Best Song, and Best Screenplay. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Best Motion, best motion Picture Drama, like for the drama category, not like Best Overall. Because that sounded like I said five things, and I said four. Okay. Best motion picture dash drama. Okay. Okay, got that? Okay. All right. So, I guess, yeah. And I have a big thing. It was like, Broke Mountain was lauded as a landmark in LGBT cinema and credited for influencing several films and television shows featuring LGBT themes and characters in Out at the Movies. Stephen Paul Davies explains that as a result of the film's success, most major film studios have been clamoring to get behind new gay-themed projects. Thanks to Brokeback, film financers... I'm sorry, I lost my place. You're film, killing me here, continue, the way you're reading this. ...will continue to back scripts that don't simply rely on gay stereotypes, and that you will certainly be progress. What? Anyway, basically, you should paraphrase what you read instead of copy and paste. Yeah, because the way you read all the really kills the me. ones and twos of the Wikipedia really like destroyed my reading comprehension and the blue text and stuff. It's hard to read. Okay, I can't read, Lauren. That's what I'm learning. Okay, I'm a good reader though. I read Rome. I read all of Romeo's lines for Romeo and Juliet. And... I read Juliet. Yeah, isn't that weird? Wow. Maybe we should both kill ourselves (laughs) you should kill yourself and then and then i'll kill myself because you killed yourself because you thought i killed myself okay how tragic Mm -hmm. 
Now imagine if. Never mind. Um, okay. All right. So, what do you think about the movie? Let's talk about what we <laughs> want to talk about the movie. What do you think of the movie? You said it was one of the saddest movies you ever saw. I thought it was really sad. I didn't know quite what it was about. I mean, I knew it was about gay men. Yeah. I didn't know it was about cowboys. I knew it was about gay cowboys. I didn't know the cowboy part. And just, it's very much a, uh, a time capsule of LGBT history. Yeah. Because it takes place in like the 60s and 70s and 80s. Yeah, and even up until the 80s, they really didn't, especially in the Midwest, they didn't treat, it was, you had to well, be like very Well, this took hush. place in the South, too. Wyoming is not the South. Texas. What? That's where Jack Twist lived, in Texas. Oh, yeah, he lived in Texas. He okay. got fucking polarized yeah. to death. Yeah, spoiler alert. Jack fucking gets pulped. Yeah, and it's really fucking sad. Yeah, but like you know, he nobody really knows. But yeah, I mean, Ennis I, I probably think, knows. I think Ennis knows. Yeah, and it's just so heart wrenching, and it's so sad. Yeah, so I thought I was I knew that this was a movie about gay cowboys, but I thought it was like kind of like a will they won't they the whole movie. They, and they bam did. right away like 30 minutes in the movie like they're doing it not even 30 minutes yeah yeah like in the opening act of the movie like kind of ends with them becoming in love with each other yeah and then you're like oh wow there's a lot of movie left and you find out that they both get married and they both live like quote-unquote normal lives but they go on fishing trips mm-hmm. and like it's just like kind of unfortunate because you know due to the times that they're in they can't really yeah be together so but of course that's a very big point in the movie because jack just keeps saying like let's run away together and live out in the mountains where no one will find us yeah this is like they totally could do honestly yeah Yeah. and ennis is like no we can't do that because now we both started our normal lives yeah we can't do that because i knew these two old guys who got killed because they did that yeah and ennis is like traumatized by that and kind of keeps making up excuses. He has a lot of problems communicating, too. Like, to everybody in the movie. Yes. Everyone. And Jack just keeps being like, I can't take this any longer. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'm just going to have to stop so I can go be with someone that I can be with. Yeah. Instead well, I think we're getting ahead other, of ourselves. We are, but this is the part that stuck out the most to me. So. Oh, yeah. Um. So then the end is very, like, sad and melancholic because jack twist dies and whether ennis knows he was beaten to death because he was gay or not um he is now left um wishing that he had gotten rung off with jack all along yeah and it's it's really sad yeah so they both and of course like since like i mentioned they both got married and like lived their nuclear not really nuclear family lives but like they both had kids Mm mm-hmm and even though Jack wanted to, like, run away, I thought it was interesting because he was the one who wanted to, like, skip town with Ennis and go live in the woods and be gay together. Yeah. Um, But he was, like, a really good dad. Yeah, he was a good dad. He was a good dad, and he, like, wanted to be present for his, well, his family. Well, he also had... A bad... Bad parents. Upbringing, and yeah. you kind of see that at the end of the movie. Yeah. But, um, and, and Ennis was a pretty bad dad. He, he was, like, always drunk. Um, he, um, Raising hands to his pregnant ex-wife. Raised hands to his ex-wife, who, uh, when they got divorced, um, 
still kept him around because she just felt bad for him yeah but she knew she knew like pretty early on that they were like they were kissing yeah because he came up it was the first fishing trip she saw them macking out in the driveway yeah and she was like whoa but she didn't leave him then because they had the kids and it was like 1962 like it was so just it was what you did back to then get jet, to yeah get divorced. yeah it was just like yeah it was taboo and like you just kept the marriage going even though it was bad yeah Unless you were like everyone in my think, family. Debatably, I don't think she was very happy in the first place. <laughs> no, she she definitely wasn't. So, yeah. Don't settle women. So I just, I thought that was an interesting parallel that Jack was like, like kind of like not like throwing his life away because he w- was longing for to be with Ennis, but like, mm-hmm. um, and then of course he was the one who wound up wound up dying, which sucks mm-hmm. because he is he had a son and everything too. Yeah. And I'm sure they had to tell his son and and yeah and then. Ennis had daughters, and, mm. like... He had a good relationship with his oldest daughter. Yeah, one of his daughters was, like, a, a close friend... Clo- close with... Not close friend. Close with him. Mm-hmm. Even, like, closer to the end of the movie. So, like, it, it was interesting to see that. And I think at, by then he was kind of, like, learning, like, to be more present and, like, do mm-hmm. in, in her life and everything. But by then she was getting married at the end of the movie. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean people change people well i mean he's still probably gay people grow um what do you think about the the part of the movie who um when it was with um what's his face the the guy from stranger things david harbour yeah he was in the movie and they were at like that dinner party and he was talking to david harbour's character Mm -hmm. and they were talking about fishing trips yeah it wasn't really explained in the movie and i don't know if they showed him in like that flashback of him getting like pulped but do you think that he acts actually wanted to go fishing with him and like it turned out to be wrong and like he told everybody he knew and then they they like beat him up either i feel like that's what happened either that or it's just his wife got sick and tired of it because she kind of knew in the back she, of her mind she what knew, was happening. Yeah. So maybe it's just like the stuff between like, because Jack did not have a good relationship with her dad. Yeah. Like they kept getting to fight. So maybe. But she, she likes just, that. I think she did think it was kind of funny. Yeah. She she liked that. She didn't like her dad. But it was also like, mm, I don't know. I feel like it was either. Something along those lines happens, like you described, or she finally was at a point where she was like, okay, I can take care of the kid myself now. Not that she could in the first place, because her dad's super rich. Yeah. Um, or maybe there's the wrong person found out at the wrong time. Like, something. Yeah, it was It was really, like, open to... They didn't really say, like, how it built up, because the movie, for the most part, like, up until then, followed both of their lives equally, and then suddenly... And it just gets a postcard back in the mail that says, deceased, and he's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah yeah so um what else about the movie lauren i liked it you liked it yeah it would have been a good valentine's day movie in a weird way yeah i mean all of our valentine's day movies they're are. pretty bad yeah yeah um yeah it probably would have been yeah i'm uh when when i was growing up i was in middle school when this uh came out mm-hmm. and i remember like Whenever there were two dudes standing next to each other, people would just say Brokeback Mountain. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, you this did movie, grow up in a mountain. In a mountain school, yeah. Um, but, like, this movie paved the way, sort of. But at the same time, it also, like, for, I mean, 
stupid teenagers like kind of created a new well, thing to say <laughs> it was also just the culture back then yeah it was wasn't as open to gay yeah. people yet yeah they didn't realize that they could like make money this was well it's not even that this was like <laughs> groundwork for being socially acceptable yeah that in the movie milk don't know what that is it's about uh no. harvey milk who was like a i think his name's harvey milk he was a gay senator in san francisco i think the guy who almost directed this movie directed that one. Oh, okay. yeah. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I really I like the movie. Uh, I would say it's good screen. It's good watching now. It's oh, yeah. it's different. Probably different watching it now than it was back then too. Like yeah. that's because like okay the tone well, every has other changed. yeah like the social our society's tone has changed about yeah it. and every other movie is like oh there's a gay couple in it now or whatever and that's yeah, fine that's fine and everything but like yeah. but like back then it was like wow this is like controversial mm-hmm. yeah he put his dick in his butt yeah <laughs> all right oh, so um, w- would you say this is good screen lauren yes good screen but sad screen sad screen okay i believe that yeah all right cool well let's talk about our second movie so we're done talking about brokeback mountain yep we're gonna go ahead and talk about our second movie of the day mm-hmm Across the Spider-Verse? Is it called Across the Spider-Verse? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, and Lauren did the research for this. I did. Okay. First, I'll read uh, the Wikipedia description of it. Okay. After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catap... (laughs) Whoa, you can't Catapulted... (laughs) I wanted to say catapulated, catapulated, <laughs> catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other spiders. He must soon define what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves most. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'll just kind of go in the order of what I found. It's not in too much of a specific order. Okay. So, do you want to guess the budget for this movie? It's not as big as I thought it was going to be. A hundred million. Yes. Yes. Do you want to guess what it's gotten in box office so far? Five hundred million. Four hundred eleven. It'll hit five hundred. Yeah. So this movie was written by. Uh, so it's a pair. One is a pair of writers. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, they worked together. They did Clone High. They did do Clone High. <laughs> they also did Cloudy of the Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. 21 Jump Street. Can I can I interject here? They also did the Lego movie. Is that what you're going to say? No, 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 no. Okay. So, in Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, there's the black cop and the little boy. <gasps> Wait, is that why I'm seeing? I'm going to tell people that this was Miles Morales and his <laughs> yeah. dad. <laughs> I like I think I feel like it might be like unintentional but intentional maybe but like maybe not. It's funny. It's different names, but <clears throat> people were saying mentioning that and they directed yeah. the same movie. Anyway, go on. Um it, another writer was also involved named David Callahan. Do you want to know what he wrote that we've talked about? That we've talked about and he wrote it. He wrote the film adaptation for it. Scott Pilgrim? No what doom oh doom the yeah the movie the movie okay 
Um, this movie was, it had three directors. There was Joaquim Dos Santos, uh, Kemp Powers, and Justin Thompson. Wow. Um, the most renowned is Dos Santos. He directed the first Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. He also directed many of the episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. And, and Korra. Okay. Um, the new Voltron series. And Justice League Unlimited. Really? So he does like a lot of superhero stuff. Young adult teenage focused stuff. Okay, cool. Um So this movie is a two parter. We did not know that. We didn't know that. Yeah. So it is a two parter. Um this was announced a long time ago actually. It was? Yes. Pretty much when they announced that this movie was coming out, they said it's gonna be a two parter. So oh. the next one's already in development and it's gonna be coming out in March of next oh, year. Oh wow. So yeah. Not even a year later it's gonna be coming out. Um the next one is gonna be called Spider Man Beyond Spider Verse and it's like part two of this. Yeah. Um there's also gonna be a spin off about Gwen eventually as well, like a movie about Like her. a movie? Mm-hmm. Um Okay. This movie is the longest animated film produced by an American studio. Ever? Ever. At wow. 140 minutes. And it's only technically a part one. Yes. Yeah. Just wait till part two. Oh, um, Molly. So I'm going to skip around my notes a little bit. Um, on that note, this movie had the largest crew of any animated film ever. I bet. Can you guess how many people worked on it? 500 people. More. 700 people. More. A thousand people? Yeah. That's just, ridiculous. Just around a thousand people worked on this movie. And we almost stayed for the credits. There was no post credits. Yeah. <laughs> we Googled it. We <laughs> always God. Google it when we go to these freaking movies. Um, I shouldn't say that I love this movie you, very much. You never Google it. When we get to the credits, yeah. I usually Google it. Oh, and then we see it and it's like a Stupid. Yoshi egg. And, yeah. Ah! Okay. So, continuing... <laughs> Um, and, <laughs> that would have been cool. Uh, so there were 240 different spider people in this movie. Okay, I believe that. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep hopping around. Going back to further up, um, Miguel O'Hara yeah. was voiced by Oscar Isaac. Yes. Um, Jason Schwartzman of SWAT... Of- <laughs> Of, oh, of Scott Pilgrim fame. Yeah. He played Gideon, okay. voiced Spot. Okay. Um, Daniel Kalua. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so, yeah. Kaluuya uh, from Nope and Get Out, voiced Hobby. Okay. And Donald Glover was in it. Yeah, he was. Which was amazing. Um, I loved the live action parts. Um, they were really funny to see. Yeah, so I guess it means... I mean, it makes sense because all of the spider men it's come from comics, different universes. Yeah, so but there were there were a few of them animated. that were from like the, the animated TV show one had yeah. like a, a a line. Yeah. One one of the, one, I think like the Disney XD Spider Man show. I think yeah. it was. There was the Lego. Wait, I have something to say about the Lego. Yeah, one. I think so, I know what you're gonna say. So the Lego sequence was real. Yeah. That, those were like real Legos. It was done by a 14-year-old Canadian animator named Preston Butonga. Um, and it was added into the movie like 
later on in the project. Right. You could tell it was kind of like it, di- it didn't really fit. Well, I mean, it. I mean, it fit, but it like didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, not to downplay it or anything. But. Yeah. But the filmmakers were impressed by uh, Preston's like fan made Lego films that he put on like YouTube or whatever. Yeah. So they tracked him down and recruited him and were like. Do you know why exactly they tracked him down? He he did the whole trailer of this movie in Lego. Really? That's why they were impressed. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they were probably saw his channel and they were like, whoa, wait. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. But that Spider-Man is meant to represent the Spider-Man that's in the Lego Avengers video game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay. Continuing to hop around. Uh, the part where there's like the convenience store owner the chinese woman she's from venom right i didn't remember that until i was reading this i was like what i remember that yeah that was funny um uh this movie was originally slated to come out in april 2022 but covid of course covid got it um each universe was it was kind of more obvious and some more than others Um, But Gwen's universe was meant to be like an impressionist watercolor painting style. Because it mostly looked really similar to Miles's. um, But it had this like cool water style about it. It had the Adobe, like an Adobe filter over it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it was all meant to uh, reflect her moods. They said it was like a 3D mood range. Yeah, because like when her mood changed, like the color would change too. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration from that came from in the original cinderella movie when like the stepsisters like tear her like pink dress apart that she originally wanted to wear to the ball yeah it was inspired based on like that how that cinderella wait what that's not cinderella cinderella thumbelina what you never saw thumbelina i did i haven't seen it since i was like seven yeah but i really liked it um, I definitely had a crush on that little twink fairy prince. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continuing. Um, so the so spots portals, uh, and like his spots on him, yeah, um, were kind of meant to look like ink that it didn't spilled on, on a paper. Drawing. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier about this movie being banned in the Middle East. Uh, it was what? released everywhere. It hasn't been censored anywhere, but it was pulled from being released in the MENA region, which is Middle East and North Africa, um, because of the transgender symbolism in this film. So that confirms that Gwen is trans, because that's Cause a conversation we were having. No, there's a there's like a, a flag. Yeah, in symbolism. Gwen's room. I don't think she's trans. Her colors are literally the trans flag. And her dad's cop jacket has a little trans flag pin on it. All right, whatever. Which a dad would only do if they had a trans kid. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, let me see. The animations for Spider Punk's whole thing alone. Yeah. Um, took three years to do. Wow. Um. And then the funnest fact of all that I found at the very end of the Wikipedia section is 
So there is a spin-off manga series coming out soon. Okay. Called Spider-Man Octopus Girl. <laughs> it's going to start a serialization in um Shonen Jump on June 20th. Okay. Do you want to guess what the plot is? Tentacles? No. What? The plot is that Dr. Octopus is isekai <laughs> into a Japanese middle school girl's body. Oh my god. So it's being written <laughs> by Hideyuki Furuhashi, who writes My Hero Academia, and illustrated by... The, he goes by Better Court, who is the main illustrator for My Hero Academia. Do you want to see the promotional image that's out? Oh my god, please. Turn your whole laptop around. Oh my god! Yeah, so we're buying all of these when they <laughs> Holy get Holy shit, yes. That's going to be so funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's I great. I can't wait. Alright, wow. <laughs> I did not know that. I mean, yep, I... It was shoehorned at the very end. It's like not even a paragraph. I was impressed that I went my whole, this whole time, like what, the first one came out in like 2019. Mm-hmm. I went this whole time. I've only saw the trailer that I had to see in like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I com- almost completely forgot the plot of the original one. I totally forgot the plot of the Yeah. I remember one. there was a collider at the end and I was like, okay, I got it. It's up here. Yeah. Um, I remember how it ended, which I figured is how this one was going to start. Yeah. And it did. Kind of, yeah. Um... Wow, yeah, that was an interesting fun. I guess we don't have box office figures yet. I already told you, four hundred million. Oh, you did. Okay, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yep. All right, Lauren. So, what did you think about this movie? Oh my god. This movie was really good. It was so good. I was kind of wondering if everyone was joking about how good it was, but right? no, it just I... really was that good. I wanted it to keep going. I knew it was getting long, like I and again we didn't, weren't really following this movie, so like when it said to be continued, I was like, "The fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like what? Yeah. I thought it was like the last part of the movie, and so because they decided to do two parts really early on into developing this movie because yeah. they just had so much they wanted to cram in, they were like, "No, we're gonna do two parts." Yeah, that's crazy. So, this is a sequel, but it's two parts. So this one and the next one technically both count as the sequel to the first one. Okay. So there's still, it's probably likely they'll eventually do, do a fourth, a third one, or a third. technically, and then they're also doing the Gwen spinoff. So that yeah. could also be considered the third one. Too. They'll do it until people get tired of it. I won't get tired of it if it keeps up like this. Yeah, insane. It was, um, it was so jam packed. Remember when we were watching John Wick four? And I was like, there's that one part where, in, where like, he's on top of the roof in mm-hmm. Japan. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, like, a wide shot of him. And I was like, that'd be a good wallpaper. Yeah. There were... Every other still frame in this movie could be a yeah. good wallpaper. Like, it was insane. You remember the part where they were sitting, like, on the underneath part? Yeah. The, that almost made me dizzy. Really? That messed with my head. Oh, I thought it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, so, like it's like a visual thing like i really like like this is another thing like i want to really want to get an ultra ride monitor just to like watch this at home and, oh like, my god yeah and yeah i wish we could have seen this in imax right our theater wasn't showing this in imax but it is playing in imax oh my god but and, our theater doesn't have it and i'm it makes me upset this yeah especially so good in IMAX. especially because like the sat like particularly the particularly the sound in this movie theater yes. we went to everything was like flat yeah and I was like, ah, oh, man. Like, We've the been beginning. too many IMAX movies. It, we know how good it is. Yeah, it starts with, like, a drum, like, 
solo thing basically mm-hmm. and it all just sounded like normal and i was like oh man and imax this probably would have sounded really cool i know i mean if anything we could just go see it again in a theater that's showing it in imax and like riding our lancaster yeah i don't i don't know but um, i'd love to see this again but yeah so this movie like the base and we're gonna spoil a lot of stuff probably oh i mean when don't we so the plot section for this is like fucking ten thousand. it's a lot there's a lot going on and yes and i i've gone on record saying i'm kind of like tired of like multiverse and like um time travel stories and things like that like i feel like a lot of there's just way too much of like that around right now like like it's it's a really popular thing because we haven't quite got because of course like we haven't gotten there at all for either of them so like uh it's still pretty popular for uh, science fiction Mm -hmm. um and then one day we'll achieve it and like all these movies will be like hard to watch because we know how it works i mean it kind of always has been popular <laughs> wasn't back when like the original star trek was coming out wasn't there a series of episodes about meeting like an alternate kirk yeah or something like it's yeah. always been a, like it's, it's been always been a science like, fiction the thing of science but fiction. like it's su- it's super popular now but like the last movie that i kind of liked it in was the avengers endgame mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting at least for and time then, travel and then they did way too much of it and then they just like went way off the rails with yeah. like every little thing and then um but this is good mm-hmm. this i thought this was interesting i also really don't like like reference stuff but like in this movie it kind of has to be like oh look look there look there and stuff like that like yeah there's a, yeah. there's a thousand things hidden in every corner one thousand things you didn't see when you watched spider-man god that movie it'd be like an hour-long video yeah it probably is out there well because i'm already seeing stuff on twitter about like the little like screen caps where it's like all the spider people running around like yeah. which like they're identifying all the spider yeah. people isn't that nuts because there was because the lego spider-man was in a lot of those shots but he's just so tiny you yeah he's so him. small oh he's There's lego a, sized yes he's lego sized <laughs> that's why because <laughs> so many people are making a joke out of shipping him and miguel <laughs> So, like, there's so many ones where it's, like, him laying on the pillow next to, like, Miguel. Like, big. Like, after coitus. They made him boy, boingier. Not boingier. Beefier. He was in the post-credit scene in the first one. Yeah. And he wasn't as thick. No, they've, they've, they they've ramped it up. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I, I, liked, I liked how they treated it, like... Um, the original Spider-Verse comic wasn't really, like, that good. It was, like, a lot of different... Like, there was Spider-Punk, and yeah. there was... Spider-Gwen was introduced there. Um, the new character... For some reason, Silk isn't in this movie, but, like, I feel like mm-hmm. she's kind of, like, a Miles Morales sort of, like, she didn't... Wasn't supposed to happen. I feel like she might show up in a later movie. Maybe. Um, but I really liked... I liked Silk at the time. I don't know what ever happened with the character. Mm-hmm. Um... And um, there were all sorts of other spider people as well. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I just wanted to raise my hand so I wouldn't forget what I was talking about. Um, okay. Did you have anything else on that point? Um, no, but I, I liked I liked how they treated like everyone kind of got their turn. Mm-hmm. Um, there were probably some original. I I can't imagine the the cowboy the web slinger was. Oh my god. From another comic, but maybe he was. I want to read it. Yeah, I would want to read it too. Well, like, did you see the meme on Twitter where it's like, PETA, the yeah. horse is here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they treated, 
they treat it really well the movie takes place a year after the first one not like right away after like yeah. a year after and um the whole like spider society or whatever um is an interesting concept because basically miles existing is like the big fuck up in yeah. all their lives which i have something to say about so i was reading someone's thread on twitter about how during the movie until like the very end happened yeah um when he goes to the universe that his spider came from yeah um uh someone was talking about how they thought that it would have been the universe that like we as viewers reside in because we don't have a spider-man we don't have superheroes oh what so like he would have been in real life yeah i don't know (laughs) something like that but then it ended up being that in this universe that the spider that bit him originally came from that was supposed to bite someone there somebody there yeah like assumably the version of miles that's there but the version of miles that's there is the prowler who works with his uncle who's still alive and still evil and his dad is dead yeah and so then he says something about how his dad is alive and so the Miles Prowler Miles is Miles like, Tails Prowler. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's Tails' full name. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, how he's like, well, I'm gonna fuck you up, and then I'm gonna go see your dad. Or something yeah, like I'm gonna that. go figure this. I out. I get the feeling that can I make a prediction about the next one? Okay, go for it. I feel like alternate version miles is gonna kill his dad oh and that's gonna be how his dad dies oh god strange yeah there's a lot of like you ruined my life so i'm gonna ruin yours energy in this movie like that's what the spot i think the spot is gonna try something or they're gonna team out what i also saw some something about um predicting about how uh miguel is gonna be in the wrong about all of this yeah like how he was wrong about all of he wasn't really wrong about anything else yeah but he's gonna be wrong about miles Uh, okay yeah of course yeah um but he's also a vampire yeah i want him to bite that actually that actually tracks with the original spider-verse comic because the villains are um vampire people who like feed off of spider people yeah and i kind i tried looking up his lore from his comic series and it's basically he it's bizarre yeah it's like he existed in the world of the original spider-man right and so he grew up after like the era of heroes like he lives in the year 2099 like the, the far future yeah yeah it's pretty far away i guess so i'll be 100 we won't, we won't be around to see him probably i might um i'll Maybe. be 100 if you'll be 100 i don't know if i'll live that far that far um what was i saying so he is like a scientist and he's studying spider-man and how to get spider-man powers yeah and during some experiment he like accidentally like zaps himself with spider dna and now his dna is half spider dna half human dna but he never also he's a vampire isn't that I don't nuts? know. <laughs> like, he was a bad guy originally. Yeah. Basically, who was a vampire, and then he did that also. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Comic <laughs> books. Very let's convoluted. talk. Let's talk about my only 
bad mark on this movie. You have a gripe? I have a gripe. <gasps> what is it? They didn't they didn't respect Ben Riley. Who? The the Spider Man with like the jean jacket. I think his name is Ben Riley. Scarlet Spider. They like made him seem like he was like Oh, the one that was like a himbo? It was like a himbo and he was like super like emotional and stuff. Because I actually liked that era of Spider Man. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. I I like that that era of Spider Man. I'm not like super like read up on it, but like I really I like his design first of all. I do too. Um, but like I'm looking at it now. Yeah. People don't like him because he was like made. He's a clone of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And like people don't like him because they like were gonna like push the the mantle of Spider Man onto him after um Peter quit or or wanted to be a dad or something back in the nineties. Yeah. Um, I did see because I was looking into Mayday's lore. He's yeah. like involved with their lore. Yeah, like but I don't know if he's from the same universe as that Peter Parker. I don't think he is. Like regular Peter Parker. The Peter Parker that had Mayday in the movie. Oh no! no. Like when Mayday is grown up, she's friends with Ben Riley. No, he no. And uh, the Green Goblin's descendant, whose I don't name think... is Normie. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think the the regular quote unquote regular Peter Parker with with Mayday, mm-hmm. I don't think he's supposed to be the the comic book canon like the catch all be all Spider Man. No, yeah. I thought that's what uh, Miles's Peter was supposed to be because in probably because what happened in in the comics of Ultimate Spider Man is Spider Man in that series died and then. Miles mm-hmm. Morales took over like afterwards, yeah. but they were both alive at the same time for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. There's so many different like, and it's only going to get worse because this is so popular. But like the thing that I don't understand <laughs> about Marvel is how often they reboot comic series it's, as like number it's all ones, the time. and like they'll do since this was popular. Like you know they're going to do like a new Spider Punk series with a new number one. Even yeah. though they already ha- they already had one recently, mm-hmm. and um, and they're gonna do a new twenty ninety nine one, and it's not gonna have anything to do with this movie. Yeah, and they're gonna try and tie it into the like the Marvel canon because everything's the same universe mm-hmm. in Marvel comics now. So like, I want a Lego Spider Man comic series. It probably exists. Fuck. Um, I'd collect that. But like, and and it's weird because I saw something online. It was like, oh wow, this is what happens when you give people like five years to write a good spider-man story and and people are like well yeah but like you can't really have that time when you um are writing the comic because it has to come out every month yeah like, and i mean a lot of it is like plotted out in advance yeah there's a lot less people involved yeah like there's a thousand people working on this movie yeah like do you think that there are at least half maybe not half of them but like hundreds of people had like a decision in what went where Mm-hmm. And like who was in or what the plot was probably. Yeah. Like this sounds like a corporate micromanaging movie from hell, but I'm sure it was really fun to work on. Probably. I think a lot of it was like art direction stuff is where a lot of the people came in. Yeah. And animators. Yeah. Insane. And it was like computer animated. It wasn't hand drawn. Most of it wasn't hand drawn. Yeah. Um, but it was an interesting kind of, that, that new like super stylized kind of uh, 
computer animation that mm-hmm. like Puss in Boots had and so good. the bad guys had and they got it like like Spider Verse the first one they kinda, like landmarked that. it yeah I did like how like in the first Spider Verse movie to what I remember like the frame ratey thing like it was more like stop motion yeah it was a lot more stylized in that one yeah. than it was this one I remember a lot of people complaining about it yeah it hurt my eyes a little bit at times I liked it yeah I thought it was a very interesting take yeah it, it hurt my eyes a little bit but this one was a lot smoother mm-hmm. it wasn't um, as emphasized it still happened but it wasn't as emphasized. Yeah, I liked I liked kind of like where they they went with the story too, with like how um, I I didn't remember that his spider was from a different universe or I don't know if that was a part of the original movie. I I don't know if it was. Yeah, so or maybe it was. I but don't like when they when they mentioned that, I was like when he was starting to go home, I'm like, oh, he probably won't go back to the same place. But I didn't say anything. Oh. Because I was like, oh, yeah, his spider's there. It goes off of his spider power. I didn't think about it. Yeah. They um, got me. They got you. <gasps> and um, I I thought it was interesting how all of them are Peters, and there's Gwen, but he's the only one named Miles. Well, there's... Well, because remember, there's the Indian one. His name isn't Peter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But they're all, like, their version of Peter. He's miles yeah and well then there's all the because he wasn't supposed to get the yeah ones there's all the um oh do you want to know something funny because there's uh the comic series about um spider ham coming out okay so there's a miles morales in his universe and his name is meows 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 meow rallis or something like that yeah his name is meows and Twitter's blowing up about it right now because he's really cute. Okay, cool. But yeah, you're probably right. That's why he's the first Miles. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because, um, and he kind of like broke the the cycle of Spider Man, and like they're probably all like super jealous of him, and and like they they all want to make sure that he has uh, his trauma moment. Basically, I was gonna say. I remember when we thought the plot of the movie was that they that were they, mad they that he had kill both him because he had both parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think. And that... the the whole thing is actually they're trying to they're stop trying to him kill his from... parents. No, the, well, kind, they're trying to keep his canon event happening. Oh yeah, well they kind of are because he already stopped a canon event and it ruined a universe. Apparently, and they had to fix. They just fixed it though. I I I don't know if they ended up fixing it or not because remember yeah. they were still showing clips where it's like they were still there trying to fix it. Oh okay. Um. Yeah he he saved someone and it what they weren't supposed to be saved because every Spider Man has to have a Captain Stacy equivalent die. Yeah, and, like an Uncle or, Ben or a Captain Stacy or a Gwen Stacy die or a Gwen Stacy and or, and a Gwen Stacy die or if yeah yeah some combination of that. Yeah. So that was interesting. I like I like how like they kind of like play on like the fact that Spider-Man was rebooted so many times that everyone kind of knows these pivotal moments in Spider-Man's story yeah. because they've seen like the Joe Schmo on the street has seen Uncle Ben die at least like two or three times at this point. Yeah. So like they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that cool. Not cool, but whatever." Interesting, sure. Yeah, I thought yeah, but I thought it was really good. I'm running out of steam, so um we won't need to wrap it's up it's way past your bedtime yeah it's way past our bedtime my bedtime what what's the timer at hour 20 yikes all right do you want to um wrap up with spider-man do you have anything more to say 
No, it was really good. It was I really good. You see it? I give it a good screen. It might be one. It would be one that I'd be willing to go see again if anyone asked me to. But who knows? That's probably not going to happen. Especially in IMAX. Especially in IMAX. I don't think anyone I know hasn't seen this movie yet. But I would go see it again. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So we had two good screens this week. Yeah. Pretty pretty bumping. Boopin' boppin' podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Lauren, uh, let's move away from the screen. Let's uh, take a break. What is your screenless shout-out? My screenless shout-out is um, what we did this previous Saturday that we've kind of foreshadowed about. Yeah. We went to an event in Newark where we got to meet Rilakkuma. We did. Yeah. And then after yep. that, we went to Edgewater. And it was also really cool. Yeah, that was all right. It was all of it was exhausting. Yeah, it was a long trip. It was a long trip, a lot of driving. Yep. A lot of waiting. A little bit of walking. A bit of walking. Yeah. Um. And I was doing it on not as much sleep as I normally get. Yeah, you were a little tired. In the I beginning. was pretty tired all day. All day. Okay. I tried tapioca boba. Yeah, you did. It Regular was, boba. I really liked it. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good little trip. Yeah, lots of fun. We saw the New York skyline, and we debated if we want to go spend a day in New York sometime this summer. Probably not going to do that though. No, I think we're going to go to Pittsburgh. We might go to Pittsburgh. Who knows? Will party. Um. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Is that your screenless shout out as well? Uh, it kind of. Yeah, I guess so. I had a good time too. Yeah. Um, I got I got some things that I actually wound up having, so. At the bookstore. I got the three oh, volumes. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot I already had them. And I was like, well, I'm not going to just drive three hours away. to, Yeah. So, oops. Um, yeah, I had a good time there. Uh, it was an interesting event because, like, we didn't really know what to expect when we went there. We thought we would go line up and then that'd be it. But they gave us, mm-hmm. like, a time. So, we had to, like, we were, like, forced like to. Like a line ticket. Yeah. We were forced to, like, wait for th- four hours. Just about. Um, and... And it was funny because, like, Lauren had never really been to New Jersey, like, boots on the ground. No, that was my first time. I had flown into Newark Airport before. Yeah, which is really close by to where we were. Um, So I was like, well, New Jersey's just, like, highways and parking lots and malls. And we wound up being in a giant parking lot at a big mall. (laughs) So it was kind of funny Yeah. uh, when that happened. It, It wasn't a huge mall, but, like, there were a lot of people in there. A lot of people from the airport with like suitcases in the mall it was kind of funny so uh, naturally of course like we're going to be drawn to a mall anyway i didn't even know like the place i thought we were going to like like downtown or something like that i thought so too i I don't even know if there is a downtown in newark i feel like it's just like an industrial town i liked edgewater edgewater was nice edgewater's not newark yeah um but yeah so that was really funny. My other screenless shout out is, and I'm doing this now because I'll probably forget. Um, today's the 16th. Oh yeah, it'll be next week. Today's by... the 15th. Today's the 15th. Oh, today's three years since I moved here. Wow, that's awesome. Yep. It hasn't been quiet since. <laughs> um, it hasn't been clean in the apartment since. Yeah, it hasn't haven't had space since. Yeah. Um, Monday. Yeah. Is the return. Of what? Of one of Eastern Pennsylvania's greatest summer activities. 
moments. Is it Hoagie Fest? It is Hoagie Fest. <laughs> Hoagie Fest is back at Lava on Yay! the 19th. I believe the 19th. Um, oh, shit. The original, uh, well, Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advance is coming on the Nintendo Switch Online soon. Great. Sorry, I saw that by accident. <laughs> um, Hoagie Fest is back. Um, Hoagies will be the price they were a couple of years ago again. Oh, so they'll be cheap? They'll be a little cheaper. Holy shit. Um, Just leave them that way. Uh, I think, honestly, maybe it started today. I'm not sure. But, yeah, so huge deal. Big moment of the summer. Go listen to the Hoagie Fest playlist on Spotify to get pumped up. Is there 15 cents off gas? No. Fuck. That's not Hoagie related. I needed to come back. Uh, so, yeah, naturally I had to plug Wawa when they're doing something crazy like that. Yeah, we're just waiting for our sponsorship. Um, sorry, our, our friend Autumn, who uh, has to work through Hoagie Fest. God bless you. You are an angel. You are. You are the Hoagie angel. You are a true American. Hoag angel. She deserves veteran status after this. She does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Put that Hoagie... A pin on your lapel. Yep. And salute the Wawa flag. Wear it with pride. Goose. Goose. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that where the name Wawa comes from? Because that's the sound the geese make? I think so. The wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I don't know. My that... Mimi always makes this awful sound. She's like, Wawa! Yeah, she does. Yeah, you're. I don't do it justice. Your, your Mimi is actually Marge from uh, The <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that might be it. That might be all I have to say. Yeah. Ever. Me too. Zip. Oh, bye. Bye, bye. Um, yeah. So that's it for the this week. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be a pain in the ass to edit. I might just put this up like completely like unabridged. That's like, why I told you. Are yeah. you sure you don't do two separate episodes? I don't know. I've been, I've been enjoying kind of like cutting out the little parts, but like I feel like this one, I this might just like I might do the D clicker and just like let it loose. Even the part where you got up and got a drink. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was so glad that you didn't like cough or sneeze or make any other noises during it because i would have had to like find it don't tempt me yeah don't do it i'm locked and loaded so yeah that's it for the podcast this week yeah um again thank you all for listening or watching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can find us on twitter at good screen pod you can find us on youtube where um it's accurate it's also at good screen pod on youtube i think now okay um leave a comment and we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast next week yep um, you can email us at goodscreenpod at gmail.com. Yep. I uh, haven't checked in a while, but I haven't seen anything. I have notifications on for that. So. Oh, okay. Uh, no one's emailed us recently. We did get a few suggestions um, over the course of the last few uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm completely missing talking about some stuff. Um, I know Skyward wanted us to see this. Yeah. So we, we checked that box. Tick. And... Let me see. There, there's got to be one more thing. Um, um, do we have anything crazy to do? Um, no, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, I think that's going to be it for the podcast this week. Okay. Yeah. If there's anything on Discord, I'll write it down and talk about it next time. Okay. Also, we have a Discord, but I guess Russell isn't making it public. When it does, oh. he's going to add it to our link tree. Yeah. And you can find that on, on Instagram and Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.